All right, everybody. It's DJ Easy Tick, and we're coming at you at the back off hour on W Walls Radio. And uh, we're here with the uh, host with the most, the main man, the one, the only. Unnamed host, aka uh, part of the Samoan, part of the Samoan bloodline. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, acknowledge, we all acknowledge. And uh, I think I threw you off with my intro this morning. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. But I am. I am, uh, I am uh, part of the part of the tree and one of those distant play cousins. Okay, okay, you know, your grandfather met with, you know, his uncles whose aunt took the <laughs> oath, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, the blood oath. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, I, I got you, I got you. So, yeah, we shall acknowledge you for sure, for sure, because y'all are running things right now. Yeah, it seems like it. But uh, don't forget to introduce yourself. And uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, well, I, I, I just said don't forget to introduce yourself, but I forgot you already did. Yes, but uh, but yes, no. For those, <laughs> yes, easy, easy tick. Uh, but for those that uh, are not regular listeners to the show, I am Osiris, and today we're coming at you with another lovely edition of Before the Three Count. And there's a lot going on in the wrestling world, man. Not a whole lot. More, I would say, continuation. Okay, so, that's fair. Continuation. Uh, yeah, we are now uh, having a lot of a lot of prelim matches for uh, this upcoming uh, elimination chamber um, has gone down. So that was a continuation of last week's conversation, as well as now we have Heel Rock, which is a continuation of our discussion of the press conference last week. Yes, yes, and uh, this is exciting. Yeah, exactly. That's on the WWE side of things. AEW, I don't really check out as much, so you're going to have to fill in the viewers in regards to... Uh, Absolutely. Because <clears throat> uh, I'm actually pretty up-to-date with AEW. Um, nice. I did not see last night's Dynamite, but otherwise I'm up on everything else. Okay. Biggest thing okay. in AEW right now is uh, they're gearing up for their March 13th show. Big okay. business at TD Garden. Okay. It's believed uh, Mercedes Monday is going to uh, debut. Nice. So, yes. Yep. So, that's pretty big. Um, Of course, March 3rd, which is just next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. AEW Revolution pay-per-view. It'll be Sting's final match. Yeah, against the uh, Young Bucks, correct? Yes. Sting and Darby Allin, the AEW Tag Team Champions will uh, defend their undefeated undefeated streak and their tag team titles against the Young Bucks. So, what's your, what's your view on his send-off? I want him to win. Okay. Do you I feel, feel like losing is too predictable. Do you feel that his last match should have been a singles match instead of a tag match? No, I think a tag match allows you to hide his flaws. I mean, a, a single match can too, as long as it doesn't run that long. Yeah, but you're you're gonna get more, I think, out of him out of a tag match. I think him and Darby Allen have shown that when you put them in like kind of a spot fest tag match, you get yes. to see Sting highlights. Okay, but, but you don't have to see anything else, you know. <laughs> 
Is he still doing um, the uh, splash? Oh yeah, yep, still doing the stinger splash. And uh, and he's still like jumping off of things. Okay. Okay. Um, when they won the tag titles, he jumped off like the uh, top of the balcony thing, um, kind of like Jeff Hardy did out of Survivor Series. Okay. Um, on to Ricky Starks and Big Bill. So, okay. Uh, so yeah. So I and, and the Bucks are really good at spot fast tag matches. How's so, the uh, build, how's the build up been for this uh, event? Um, it's been weird in my opinion. Um, and that might just be my opinion, but the Bucks are uh, they turned heel and they're leaning into the fact that they're the executive vice presidents and you know they they can have their way. Okay. Um they uh so when Sting and Darby Allen won the belts, the Bucks attacked them and Sting's kids who were in the crowd. Uh Sting had his uh two sons there. Okay. Who uh look like they could be wrestlers, but I guess they want nothing to do with wrestling. Okay. okay. But they definitely got the build for it. What's the um uh so after you know Sting is done, has he decided if he wants to work behind the scenes or is he gonna be also completely done with biz and just I think go he's gonna be do completely other, done. Other ventures? Yeah, fade into oblivion like Mike Tyson would say. Wait, was he inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame or not yet? Yes he was. No, he was. Okay, okay. okay. Alright. Okay. Um, that same weekend, he lost to Triple H for some reason. Oh wow! With the was, help of the, okay. uh, what's that? Did he, was that before his injury from uh, Seth? Yeah, yeah, that was before okay. the injury. Okay, all right. Well, you know, kudos to uh, Sting. You see, this is happening on the thirteenth of March. Third uh, of March will be the third of March. Okay, and then all the thirteenth right, so of March is uh, the debut. Well, the presumed debut of Mercedes Monet in Boston. Okay. All right, so she did resign. She did sign with a company. It's presumed. Uh, I'm they're, surprised. They're, they're heavily hinting towards it. Yeah, I'm very surprised because it seems like the momentum that their competition uh, has in front of them right now, especially with the whole changing of the guard. I would thought she'd be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to just head over there because it seems like there'll be more eyes on that product compared to AEW. I think she was hoping to uh, help change that. Okay. Can she? rather. I don't know. Uh, my gut tells me no. My okay. gut telling me no. But my body, <laughs> my body's telling me yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I really, I'm like, I don't think she's enough. Um, I don't know if any, and this is no disrespect to any female wrestler, but I don't know if any female wrestler is enough to shift the tide like that. Yeah. And really, I feel like short of, at this point, short of a John Cena, um, Roman Reigns. Yeah, after that, I'm not even sure who else would be able to shift the tide. Like, outside of one of those two names. Um, no, I don't even think Lesnar would shift the tide like that, especially right now with, you know, these allegations and things. Right, 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 right. Okay, all right. Uh, well, a hey, McIntyre's contract ends at right after Mania. Yes, um, but I don't think he shifts the tide either. Okay, all right. Especially, uh, I don't think they would use him right. Nah, they don't seem to be really pushing big dudes. 
No. Uh, last time, you know, uh, we'll take less as a product, so which is strange. But then again, the EVs aren't really big guys, so do they really want them monster type built type guys to overshadow them? You know what I mean? Yeah, like I feel like they purposely like they're like we're gonna be the anti WWE and push all our smallest wrestlers. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to pull out of you know late nineties when you know you had like Michaels and and, and Brett, you know the smaller guys headline the, the major pay per views, but that wasn't really a huge needle mover um, no. in the totality of the business. It was always the bigger, larger in life character, you know, cartoonish character looking guy. So. Yeah, maybe. Well, it have, it worked for Ring of Honor for a substantial amount of years, but, you know, it's a very niche product. Yeah, it's a niche product. I mean, ultimately, look how far it got, you know? I mean, it lasted quite a few, you know, at least over a decade, didn't it? It did. It definitely did, but at the end of the day... It, it's still going, too, so... <laughs> technically, I, technically. Yeah, it lasted longer than WCW. No... WCW, WCW was around for years. Uh, what, from like 91 to 99? WCW was around before 91. WCW no. was around since like the mid 80s. When did, when did they switch from, when did Ted Turner take, um, buy the company? Hmm. When did Turner buy the company? Yeah, it was yeah, originally Turner. at that time. But it was still WCW. It was like, you know, NWA, WCW or whatever. Right, but I mean, when it became... WCW, uh, so uh, yeah, that was like early '90s. I feel like it was founded. It was founded in 1988, and it ceased okay. operation in 2001. Okay, okay, so about 13 years. And let's see, let's check out ROH. Okay, so ROH is coming up on 20 or is past 20. Yeah, so yeah, it outlasted WCW. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, a lot of interviews I've, I've, I've seen with, uh, you know, former wrestlers or current ones, they always say that Tony, uh, uh, Tony Khan can't do everything by himself, but he seems to have this inclination that he can do everything by himself, uh, since it's, mm. you know, I need his baby to, you know, degree, but, yeah, uh, it doesn't it seems like that's ultimately hurting the product. Yeah, it doesn't help the product just to have a one-man show. And uh, especially because he's so, you know, he's he's probably fixated in his own world, which is understandable because, you know, yep. it's, it's his world. But yep. it's like, you know, the rest of us don't, don't necessarily get it. Uh, <laughs> great example. I, I don't know if you saw uh, O'Shea uh, Jackson Jr., um, nope. Ice Cube's son. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen his interview yet. I'm a part of it. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet either. But um, he just had one with Chris Van Vliet, um, who covers a lot of wrestling news. And uh, in that interview, they were talking about AEW. And O'Shea okay. Jackson was saying that um, a lot of the times he doesn't know who the people are that are on there. And, uh, and it's funny because I'm like, I get it. Like right now, they've got like this thing where CMLL is doing an invasion. Uh, Mexican League, yeah, yep. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who any of those people are either. But they, they're like, it's Echisandro, like you know, like <laughs> you should know. And and so when uh, so Tony Khan tweeted on X, and he said to O'Shea Jackson, like, oh, like you should like look into more wrestling, like. <laughs> 
And it's like, no, like, you know, we're I mean, not all wrestling I mean, nerds. He's, he's a little right. I mean, you know, Lucha is just, you know, probably maybe a little bigger on that side of the country, you know, on the West Coast of the United States. They might know more of the, you know, AAA guys, CML, CML guys, and other, you know, maybe Mexican uh, luchador promotions. Like you know, uh, you know a decent amount of the uh, New Japan guys. Uh, maybe not all Japan because I don't think I don't know if it's still running that strong. But <laughs> you know, New Japan guys, where maybe other casual fans win it, and that's all the you know all the reason why they should, even for the New Japan guys they should explain like you know oh this is Okada and this is why he's so great and blah blah blah, blah. but they don't. All right. Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I can see. Like, uh, they but expect the, their audience yeah. to know who these people are, and like their core audience does. But like new people aren't going to know, you know. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, I don't think he's. I don't know if they're trying to reach out to like mainstream audience fans. I think they they're happy with that. Doesn't seem like goal. it. Yeah. So when you have that's crazy you, from a uh, business perspective. Yeah, it is. Cause it doesn't help you grow, but right. But wrestling is a weird sport because it's like it's such an old sport so like and it's not like a team based fan fan base it's like it's a company team, uh, based fan so it's like oh these set of guys that are in this promotion I'm gonna move with them wherever they go so they can just in you know uh, not inhale but like just have those have that fan group just you know attach to them without having to do any of the dirty work as far as like promotion and marketing and this and the third Mm. Like if you have an AJ Styles on your roster, then you could get all his fans from all his whole career. You know what I mean? You don't have to reach out for new fan bases if you got all these other premier names that you can just you know pay money to and jump uh, join your company. Yeah, but you got to be in that spot first. And that's what and that's what Vince initially did with the the territories. He took all the main attraction guys from each one and put them into his company and. That's how it was, you know, so big so quickly. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, I think one of the mistakes AEW's made is not pushing those big attraction names. Like Brian Danielson, they had him hot off of headlining WrestleMania, and, and they didn't push him, like, and they should. Yeah, but I mean, he's, yeah, but he's still up there in, like, main event matches. It's not like he's getting jobbed out on, like, you know, premiered, not premiere, but um, primary match, uh, uh, like you know, yeah, opening matches. No, I, know, I know what you mean, but here's the thing: like, with headlining WrestleMania, if it was me, I- I'd make him the champion right off the bat. Be like, this is the top guy in wrestling right now. Like, yeah, but then they also have other like, wasn't Punk already signed with him yet? Oh no, yeah, Punk was with them at that time. So uh, and then also, uh, what's his face from the Shield? He was with them as well. So why not? You know, he's he's in the hottest. Uh, promote um, trio with uh, Moxley had already been champ. Moxley had already been champ, but that's oh, the thing. Was? Yeah, Mox. Yeah, Moxley came in oh. and they yeah they pushed him right away, and he became champ and, and all that. Moxley oh. at this point is a three time AEW champion. Okay, but then they didn't really push Punk that. I mean, they, granted, he got injured pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what happened with Punk was. Yeah, he got hurt. I don't think Daniels is, is he's not a needle mover even if he did push him right off of uh, Mania like he ratings didn't really go to you know they weren't out of this world compared to you know, 
past champions. I think if they used him right, it could have been a bigger, bigger deal. Okay. 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 I mean, yeah, he did, you know, he, he, him and Kofi, you know, similar champs as far as like the underdogs. Um, you can even say even Eddie Guerrero as well, um, you know, the underdog yeah. champs. But like, I'm curious to know like, what did they push as far as ratings? Maybe merch probably increased a little bit, but were they, you know, bringing in new sponsorships and this, that, and the third? And WWE? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I feel like during that whole Yes movement, yeah. Um, I feel like ratings were up for that. Okay. Um, but beyond that, I'm not really sure, you know? Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what this new TKO board, what their mindset is. If it's going to be like Vince's where it's like all entertainment, you know, ho- you know, Hollywood, this, that, you know, theatrics, or are they going to try to reel into a more UFC-esque type of promotion, you know? Uh, push that uh, uh, push our wrestlers uh, you know very skillful athletes in this and the third you know what I mean I think it'll be a blend of both okay especially uh, you know assuming that Triple H stays in his position uh, as chief yep. content officer I think that's that's where we'll see things headed you know it'll be just like NXT black and gold do you think the the Rock is gonna have a lot of input on creative? I think he will with his with his new position as uh, one of the board of directors. I think he'll have some input for sure, and especially if he's bringing Brian Gerwitz on board, which is what all the but movies we, are pointing to. Will his uh, will he uh, overstep on step on uh, Triple H's toes? Well, that's that's a good question. I guess that's what we'll find out. Okay. Can can okay. the two of them play nicely in the sandbox? Okay, okay, yeah, because um, he basically was him or oh, Rock Nick Khan and um, uh, Ari Emanuel's Emmanuel has a or Ari, I guess, has the last uh, say, uh, approve of approval. I take it then, yes, yep. All right, well, um, nice little segue, I guess, onto the Rock. Uh, this past SmackDown last Friday, last week, um. Uh, Roman called him out because uh, um, he decided he wanted to go against him for Mania, and, you know. Well, that was at the uh, press conference that that happened. Oh, I'm sorry, yes, at the press conference. But uh, yeah, uh, Rock came down to uh, which was held in Utah, uh, stated that we all missed out on the chance of seeing the Rock and Roman, which didn't make him happy. So he uh, turned his uh, anger towards the the crowd. Yes, and uh, we saw some old school, you know, um, heel style rock. Yep. And uh, right off the grip, he came out with the Versace shirt. Yep. Although uh, now with the arms cut off. And uh, now a diamond chain instead of a gold chain. Yep, yep. But uh, as we discussed in our text chat, the, the pants did not match with the shirt. <laughs> like jeans, uh, so it looked they were skinny jeans too, so it looked weird. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm like, yeah, The Rock doesn't have skinny legs; like it's just his upper body is so big. Yeah, but it, like, it, it legs look skinny. Exactly. So the symmetry that you have this huge upper body, but then you got these like 
skinny like like you said the skinny jeans that help you know yeah. form leg form so my yes. man was trying to get his Johnny Bravo on yeah um yeah also <laughs> I, we discussed it felt a little rushed yeah yeah definitely definitely did um and I mean I guess you know they're kind of in a uh situation right now where where they kind of feel probably that they have to kind of rush through this do they though um well I guess it depends what's the story they're telling and where this is all going right because in theory right now it's just gonna be Roman and Cody so if he's not gonna have any in action in ring action there's really you know no point and if they gotta try to do Roman and him say hypothetically at 41 you don't really need to rush everything within these next two months that is true but I'm like I don't know I feel like The Rock is in shape to wrestle right now so I don't know do we see a tag match are you saying aesthetically or condition yeah wow. aesthetically okay because condition and aesthetics are two different monsters <laughs> very true very true <clears throat> but uh but yeah so I'm wondering you know do we maybe see a tag match I don't know like they said uh still basically it, I guess Whatever happens at Elimination Chamber will probably dictate that because, like we said, if it's going to be either day night uh, night one or night two is right now Roman and Cody. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Seth because uh, he's just now in limbo. I mean, I guess right now, as it is, the winner of the Elimination Chamber takes him oh, on. Goes against Seth. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And do uh, we know our participants yet? Uh, so far, we've got uh, a few. I know uh, L.A. Knight, yeah, has qualified. Okay. Uh, he beat AJ Styles. Uh, Randy Orton, the Viper, uh, okay. he's qualified. Okay. Um, he beat uh, Sami Zayn to get in there. Okay. Uh, Drew McIntyre qualified. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else qualified? I want to say Logan Paul qualified and Kevin Owens qualified. Okay. All right. So out of those names, if I was a better man, I would have Drew against Seth. Yeah, I would go with that too, actually. But I'm, I'm, going back to your tag match, it, it wouldn't make more sense because A, we don't know the condition of the Rock, so he'll probably, he's probably has like uh, warrior condition right now. Uh, <laughs> he's probably blowing up relatively quick, quickly. And then Seth is uh, having an injury, so that also will limit his like you know can help limit his in-ring actions to you know to exaggerate any more damage to his his uh, knee yeah right yeah so a lot can solve a lot of issues right there the only issues that wouldn't be solved then no belts would be on the line so it, it really wouldn't have you know wouldn't help with that I guess but does a belt have to be on the line if you've got a match that big for mania has there been a mania where the belt hasn't been on on the line? The first mania, but was Hogan, Hogan and Mister Hogan? Yeah, it was Hogan and Mister T against uh, right. Piper, and uh, Hogan was the champ. It wasn't. Um, uh, uh, was Hogan uh, champ on WrestleMania two against Bundy? Yes. yes, he was. I don't know. I remember him coming out to the ring with the with the belt. Yeah, he had the belt. Did he have it around his waist or did he carry it? He had it around his waist. Huh. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, I guess they could go back to a tag match 
Yeah, like maybe, um, and you know, have no belt on, or just have night one the tag match and figure out night two to put one of the belts on the line. That's a possibility too. I don't know how they would do it, you know, you know, because I don't think you don't want to, you know, double work your guys, but double book them. But yeah, yeah. If it's me, it's funny. I'm like, I, uh, I don't mind having the tag match headline night two and be like, again, it's a huge match. You've, you've got The Rock, the biggest star in Hollywood. You've got Roman yep. Reigns, the biggest star in wrestling. Yep. Cody Rhodes, the biggest baby face in wrestling. Yep. And Seth Rollins will be there too. And uh, yeah. would you do a night one like uh, a women's main event then? Yeah, you could definitely do a women's main event night one. Appease a lot of a lot of groups with that. Okay. Um, you know, Rhea and Rhea Ripley's hot enough. You could definitely have her main event the show. Rhea Ripley and uh, I'm trying to think who she's wrestling. Um, oh, it's going to be the winner of the uh, Bailey. Wouldn't it be Bailey? No, ba- no, Bailey's wrestling Io Sky. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking, oh, there's, I forgot, there's a women's elimination chamber match. So the winner of that. Yeah, so, yeah, Lynch. there you go. Yeah, and I assume that will be Becky Lynch. Yeah, so, all right, so, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, that's a big match. Yeah, for uh, Mania? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, that would make more sense. Um, do you think it's too late for them, as far as on the men's side, for the tag match, you think it's too late for them to throw, to curve in that direction um no I think we could easily get there okay but you have to like say what would happen to the winner of the elimination chamber would they get their tag match after mania like be like oh well, I'll get you at backlash or you know, no you, you change it up winner of the elimination chamber gets a shot at the intercontinental title at Gunther Ah, uh, doesn't seem the like the incentive doesn't seem that high compared to the world belt. I mean, I guess yeah, in comparison to the world belt, it's not, but it's better it's, than it's, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a you know, it's just weird as a step down as like a, <laughs> you know, win this you know gimmick match. You know what I mean? I feel you. But ah, uh, yeah, well, um. Yeah, uh, but they did. Didn't they do an elimination chamber for the U.S. title one time? I don't recall. I feel like they, now I'm trying to really think about it because I'm like, isn't that how Austin Theory got it? I thought he no. Got it was uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah, it was Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. And what is what happened to him? He sort of like was he? He was in last year's Mania against. But Cena, and then haven't seen him since. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like he was a Vince guy, and so oh, because okay. of that, like you know. Yeah, but he's a good, like, good performer though. Oh yeah, he is, and I mean, he's still there. I mean, you know, he lost to uh, Kevin Owens in the uh, qualifier match for the elimination. Yeah, see, I, that shouldn't have happened. And uh, I don't agree or disagree. Um, I feel they're both kind of on par, so I'm like, yeah, either one could beat either one for me. Yeah, but if you're trying to bring in new fans, I'd rather put my money behind uh, Theory instead of uh, Kevin Owens. Why is that? Uh, Kevin Owens is just not... He, he doesn't have that look of uh, bringing in new fans. He's he's very generic. I mean, just look at his outfit. It's a giant t-shirt where it says KO. 
<laughs> I don't think he's generic though. He's got you know that certain je ne sais quoi to him. Yeah, not red. Like his look is like uh, move set is so so is mid, but nah, I put my mind behind theory. Well, fair enough. Plus, I think he's uh, younger too. Oh yeah, theory's definitely yeah, much younger. Like, yeah, bringing a, a younger audience. Yeah, maybe. You know, if you want to like send him out for like PR and publicity, like at like different events, are you gonna send out him or Kevin Owens? Um, I mean, Owens has probably more experience with that sort of stuff. Really? I I would bet. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta figure throughout his career, he's been around a long time and at a lot of places. Maybe he's a big hit in Canada, you know, Montreal, but yeah. <laughs> He was Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, but yes. Uh, like I said, we're like, we were going back to that Tony uh, uh, Khan conversation about bringing in new guys. Um, yeah, Kevin Owens not the, the one you would do that uh, for. He, he doesn't have that look. Okay. Like I, I, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised how how you know Father like you know career he's got like he's been very lucky in regards to he's you know uh headlined what two back-to-back manias headlined yeah, well, yeah, yeah well i guess well, last year was well, the, the usos night one and then didn't he last year was stone cold the year before that uh yeah yeah i mean that's uh i don't know if that's a technically if i'd call that headlining they weren't the last match oh that they were it was considered but they, they were advertising it as a main event match Oh, okay. That might have been it. But yeah, I mean, for somebody, you know, who has that mid look, I'm, I'm, you know, kudos to him. Yeah, he's got a lot able of talent, to, you know, extend his, extend his, you know, you know, mediocrity. <laughs> wow, wow. He's got a lot of yeah. talent, a lot of charisma. Uh, so you know, he's got those things going for him. Does he have a lot of charisma? I think so. Okay, I got you. You know, it's that Canadian charisma. Oh, okay, so there you go. But then even on that, I don't think he even matches uh, Canadian charisma with, like, folks in his providence. Like, tell me, <laughs> tell me, like, he has more charisma than uh, Jacques Rougeau. Yeah, he's got more charisma than Jacques Rougeau. Uh, the Mountie? Yeah, the Mountie. He's handsome, he's brave, he's strong. Yeah, you you saying he has more charisma than than Jacques, and that's not even talking about his tag team careers, the fabulous and the for the fabulous Rougeos. Yeah, I think KO's got more charisma. Uh you bugging on that one? And then you got then you got uh, Jacques' tag when uh, when he was the Mounties with um, uh, PC PCO. Uh, yeah, Carl Roulette. Yes. Yeah, he's got a different type of charisma. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's that zombie charisma. I'll put Kevin Owens head tied charisma wise with like Dino Bravo. That's cuckoo bananas, my friend. Cuckoo uh, bananas. The, the Canadian Canadian strongman. <laughs> Although Dino Bravo, uh, you know, he was pretty fun in his time. Uh, short-lived, but yeah. 
And uh, it's a shame how, uh, you know, what was it? He was killed by, like, some Canadian mafia or something like that, I believe, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. We don't want yeah. to Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was one of those uh, unsung 80s uh, guys, you know. Um, him and his tag, you would tag up a lot with Earthquake. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was, you know, very short-lived. I think I remember only him maybe, like, from, like, the late 80s to, like, early 90s. Like, 89 to, like, 92. I feel you. Something if like that. that. If, if that. But, uh, yeah. Um, trying to think of what else. Uh, any other... Uh, oh, uh, Sammy. He doesn't have as much charisma as Sammy. Sammy Zane? Yeah. What? If you're telling me he has more criticism than Sami Zayn after seeing the whole bloodline situation, you are uh, um, capital bugging. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I... Yeah, alright. There you go. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the Rock, so back to the Rock situation this past last uh, week, SmackDown, there's a lot of theories been going up. Uh, people have been doing a lot of... Uh, uh, deep dive researches into the video. Yeah, which I find hilarious and I love it at the same time because it brings everybody's uh, you know attention back to wrestling and the enjoyment that they you know they enjoy from it. But they show subtle signs that you know they were like, oh, certain camera angles that you know Rock potentially will be turning on uh, Roman this and the third. Do you believe these type of hidden subliminal messages in that last week's um? Rock uh, promo. I mean, it's definitely possible. I'm hoping not. Um, I don't want him to turn on Roman, especially not yet. Yeah, too early. Yeah. Um, but it is possible. I mean, some of the stuff they've shown online, like how he's not holding up the finger, he's holding up the gun. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. You know, so it's like, oh, like, you know, is he trying to join the gun club? AEW guns up him and the, him and the gun boys uh, hilarious but uh you know but and then yeah there's a picture of him like where it's like he's pointing at Roman saying like oh like I'm gonna stop you or something like that yeah so those little things like that I'm like yeah I guess that's definitely possible okay all right but as yeah as I I mean as you said I definitely agree that it is too early for any you know double agent. Uh, busting this to occur. No, for sure. Like, if, if you're gonna plant dumb seeds, it has to be like on some, like, a la, you know, like the Hart family during Survivor Series when, you know, Owen turned on Brett. It needs to be like during that time. Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, so you have a nice six month leading into, you know, mania going forward. Right, and make us feel it. Exactly. Instead of just. You know, one offer at Mania, then now you have to like you got this whole thing all throughout the the whole year. Right, exactly. So yeah, so hopefully they're gonna give uh give it some time if that is where it's going. Even. Yep. Now let's say let's put our fancy bucket hats on and we continue with the Rock's heel turn leading into you know going into Mania this and the third. Do we bring other family members of the bloodline to, you know, stack up the chips against Cody, or do you just keep it with our, our current cast members? I'm cool bringing in other members of the bloodline. Um, 
I'm trying to think uh, what's his name there from MLW. He's a free agent now. Oh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jacob Fatu. So I like, you know, bring him. Um, but, all right, so you have to technically bring in additional family members. How do you help Cody still stay strong in, you know, with all these like roadblocks he's going to have to go up against? I mean, Cody can have his help. You know, Jay Uso can still be helping Cody out. Okay, yeah, because I, I feel like the reason why the, the NWO, when it first initially started, burnt so quickly is they basically had the whole roster going up against, you know, the WCW guys like Sting and Luger and all them before they, you know, turned to their respective NWO clicks. And then it just means it made the NWO that too much strong that they had like, you know, it, it made everyone look look weak. So I was that's what I was saying with the same Brock and the whole Simone family. Like, how do you alleviate it where it doesn't make you know Cody look too weak? Yeah, I mean, even if you have the whole family out there, like Cody can still get help from Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, um, Jay Uso, and heck, you could even have Drew McIntyre be a surprising like you know be like, you know what? I don't like the bloodline, so I'm going to help you out. Like, that's right. That kind of situation. Oh. Okay. So, so yeah, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. And Cody's, like, done a good job of, like, on screen, on camera, you know, being friends with everybody. So it fit who he is. Before okay. you get that help. Oh, okay. and Seth. Seth could, Seth could help out, too, of course. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think Jay would help though? Go against all his family, like so. Say Rakishi comes down and be like, "I did it for the," you know what I'm saying? He like attacks Cody, like I did it for the Rock again, and then you have like you said Jacob, and like would it make sense for Jay to also go against his family, or just to have him like slowly like unite with his family? Yeah, so because that would to me. Exactly. Instead of trying to go against him, that is, yeah. Like, Jay turns on Cody. He's like, you know what? Like, nah, like, blood is thicker than water, you know? Bloodline is, you know, thicker than, than WWE. There you go. Bam. Off and running. So you got that scenario. Here's another scenario I present to you. Do you have Seth uh, being wolf in sheep, sheep's uh, clothing, because you know him and Cody technically have unresolved their issues from when Cody got his injury. Hmm. Nah, I feel like then you're like really just stacking things up against Cody, almost too much at that point. Okay. Well, I'm saying though, you don't bring in any additional, you know, Samoan family, but you just have, you know, that that. Seth, Cody, will he, will he, can he trust him? Can he not? Can he trust him? Can he not? Type of situation. I mean, I think you can play with that a little bit, but I also feel like that's so WWE formulaic. Like we've, we've seen really? that too much. When have, they, when have they done that before? They almost always do that. Like, especially like leading up to title matches or something. Like they'll have the guys team up like, oh, can they trust each other? I, I mean, to this degree with that type of history between those two, you think so? With, I mean, with that type of history, it's a kind of a special situation. Um, yeah. 
But I, I still say, like, yeah, it's still very WWE formula. So I'd be okay not doing that. Oh, okay. And also, uh, in Elimination Chamber, uh, Bobby Lashley's in that, too. Oh, okay, yep. Uh-uh. So... Uh, I wouldn't say have Bobby going against Seth, but and then you know put the belt on him because, like I said, we don't know if Drew would be around for the you know remaining months of twenty twenty four. But yeah, either those two, Bobby Lashley, yeah, either those two, I'm 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 good with. Possibly, possibly Randy, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely not uh, definitely not Owens or Logan uh Paul. Agree. Um, but yeah. Seth, Bobby, or possibly uh Orton. Yeah, I could go with that. All all those names are worthy. Uh so we briefly mentioned about uh Gunther uh and his IC reign. Uh, how long do you want to see him continue holding the belt for? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm like, who else? You know, I want him to clear everybody out as challengers. Um, you know, I'm thinking. I'm like, because I want to see him and Ilya Tuporia on the main roster. I want to see. Uh, trying to think if there's anyone else I want to see him against on the main roster. Um, I mean, obviously, Brock would have been great, but that's probably not going to happen now. Um, is he, is he going to get the Benoit treatment as well? It looks like it. They took him out of the video game. He's out of the package, uh, the intro package. You think they'll take Vince yeah. uh, out of the video package too? I think they already did. Wow. Did they keep his uh, likeness in the um, on the network? I doubt it. I mean, um, I, I think at this point it's just too too. Uh, what's the word? Not too touchy, but you know, risky. Uh, not risky, but yeah, it's just so how much long, negativity associated. How long you think they'll be in banishment for? Like Hogan was in banishment for what? What? Ten years, years and then they right? brought him back in. How long? Yeah, a number of years. Um, okay. So you think with Vince and Brock it'd be similar, or you think it's like definitely? Vince's only hope is if he can prove that this stuff was consensual. Okay. Um, that's really his only hope. Okay. Um, but it's tough. It's definitely tough. Okay. And uh, and even then, they still may not want to touch it because. You know, even with it being consensual, it's still very yep. extreme. Okay. Things that uh, people aren't ready, <laughs> you know, to deal with. Same thing with Brock? Yeah, I think same thing with Brock, just because of his involvement. Okay. Um, even though his involvement wasn't that heavy, it's, his involvement is there and they've got the text messages. Do you think we'll hear about more superstars uh, situations as well? That because uh, I think they were saying I don't know if uh, a lot of the you know talent or people that weren't part of the company if they signed NDNAs or, uh, or not. Yeah, it's uh, 
going to be interesting to see. You know, already now, you know, this Ashley Massaro stuff is coming out. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was unfor- super, super, super ultra unfortunate situation that she went through. Uh, yes. I remember when it was first, you know, brought up, I think it was like in 2000, 2015 or 2014, uh, you know, uh, her situation. And yeah, I'm surprised how quickly got swept underneath the rug and um, just mainstream uh, news cycle back then. Yeah, right. And then they're also now coming back up with the uh, Ring Boy situa- situations as well. Yes, yep. That stuff's all coming back up. So, so yeah, I mean, things clearly are not, not even close to over. And, and I think only more, more and more is going to come out and come up. And the crazy thing is when they had the, uh, when the original start of the um, Me Too mo- um, movement, uh, a lot of wrestlers like... Um, uh, General Gentleman Jack Gallagher, you know, was part of, and he got, you know, uh, sw- swiftly uh, given the uh, paper, walking papers. But I was like, all right, so they got a lot of like, a lot of the rest, uh, wrestlers, like even even in, the, in the, the main promotion, even like indie guys got, you know, uh, yeah, eliminated from that, you know. So I thought that was like when it was like the most is gonna happen. But I was like. Quite surprised now how it's uh, come back and just that strong. Yeah, right. right. And oh, I mean, too. You say rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, if you did dirt uh, where it was, you know, you thought you were excused, and then you know uh, you thought you could get away with it, but you know, in reality, you know, the universe works in mysterious ways. Is <laughs> what? No, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, and that and that's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, we'll see. Ultimately, what comes out. Yeah, with all of this, because Vince has said he's going to fight it, you know. Um, and it's funny, Johnny Ace is turning snitch. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, yeah, uh, trying to he, get himself out of, out of the situation any way he can. You think Vince is going to uh, pull uh, Nino Brown? <laughs> and uh, I don't think it'll go that far. Um, you know, for a multitude of reasons. Um, but, but yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see how things continue to unfold throughout all of this. Well, we might have a... They already said they they finished the fifth season of Dark Side. Uh, Dark, yeah, Dark Side Wrestling. Look like we might have a sixth season coming up with this whole sexual abuse allegation. You yeah, know? right? They could do a whole season just on Vince. Yeah, right? Like, whoo! I would thought his chapter would have been written over like at least several times over in previous years but this keeps like his story just keeps on going keeps on writing itself yeah um and it just gets crazier and crazier now will he f- can he face any jail time or statute limitations um, well that's the unknown right now because the fbi is investigating this and um if if he's found guilty of like sex trafficking which is one of the accusations yeah yep. yeah he could definitely face jail time for that but not sex trafficking. If you move somebody across state lines, uh, yes. like like pimping, that's sex trafficking because you know yes. it's a federal crime because you're moving against state line. You know, or you can you can move against state lines, but but he wasn't really doing that, or was he? So the where it comes into play is like so he took her on trips, um, okay, including WrestleMania, um, and it said there were like a couple other trips that she was taken on. Okay. And, um, you know, so she was taking on those, uh, you know, have sex with Vince and Johnny Ace. 
then technically it's sex trafficking. Technically. Ooh, that's but crazy. If it was, yeah. But if it's consensual, then, you know, it's a different... Right, right, right. I'm but saying. that has to come down to, uh, you know, he said, she said, basically. Right, right. You know, and so that's, I'm like, we'll see how this all ends up playing out. Um, I think yep. the big thing is going to be uh, the text messages, because we've seen at this point Vince's side of the text messages but we haven't seen hers well I thought uh, I believe I, I don't know if I'm uh, if it was all of it but on Reddit they posted a, a decent chunk of the text I don't know if it was all from Vince's side or if it was from both yeah it's all no it's all from Vince's side oh okay so well we I mean when did we see her, yeah but when did we see what she said on his on, his, on her responses on his phone well that but that's so the text messages that were played is just Vince's stuff because that's what she. So it's none of her responses? Right. It's none of her responses. Oh, okay. Yeah, and but so how you get the, text messages but you don't get any response? So they just, just, they just basically. She just screenshotted his stuff and presented it to the court. Oh, but she never. She, yeah, but on her screenshots, she never said anything in, res, in response to his crazy text messages? Not show her responses and so that's the okay, so he was just basically talking he could he was just texting to somebody that wasn't saying nothing back to him <laughs> well that's the the big thing and that's what we're gonna find that's out hilarious. they uh <laughs> you know they go like through if you, phone. By a while again no response like are you there or like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know what i'm saying this seems weird to me <laughs> well, and that's why I say that we're going to find out because uh, once they go through his phone, it, it will show if yeah. she responded to his text. You know, okay, it'll okay. show what her responses were. Um, yeah. And so then it becomes like, are those responses positive or negative? You know? Yeah, but text messages are funny because you, there's no emotion. Behind, I mean, you yeah, there's no emotion behind it instead of visual, uh, you know, talking to somebody where you can hear. You know, emotion. Text message can, you know, have many connotations behind, you know, whatever sentence you write them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but all we need is one text being like, oh, Vince, I love it when you, me, and Johnny Ace get together and do our thing. And that could that could be sarcasm. <laughs> That's what That'd I'm saying. Really like, you can't be sarcastic. That, though. Hey, did you read Vince's texts? There's a whole lot of weird stuff going on. <laughs> Now, if they had like you know audio, that's a different situation because then you can hear the person's emotion, and, you know, contextually. A text is just words, just letters that you type. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. they have emo- that's why they have emojis. Wait, why do now, they have emojis? Now she put um, like smiley face or something like that. That could probably help, you know, his situation because then it'd be like, all right, maybe she's like with it or she put like a sad face in her, her case because she would be like oh I was you know uh, against my will type of situation you know what I mean I got you I got you so yeah uh, or maybe he'll just uh, if if the FBI does get involved he might take a plea so it doesn't you know go into trial or nothing crazy I don't know though I, I feel like I feel like Vince McMahon's not the kind of guy to take a plea do you think so? Do you think they just get him from the steroid trial when he pretty much flaunted in their face, or this is basically a coincidence that they're coming back for him again? 
I mean, it's definitely possible they, you know, they they just been waiting for something, you know. <laughs> They're like, oh, now we got you. I don't know. Nobody's that petty for like forty years. Plus, the probably the original people that tried them on the steroid case is probably long gone, retired. Yeah, but still, you know, people are people. I guess so, but that's a crazy grudge to hold against, <laughs> right? Like long term booking. And do you think? uh We'll see a self-destruction of Vince McMahon DVD um, from the the company like he did with Warrior. <laughs> well, I think Netflix is working on a documentary, so that's going to be interesting to see uh, what kind of direction that goes in. Yeah, but isn't that the one that he did? Yeah, but I mean, will they keep it as is? You know, <laughs> you mean like a fluff piece? Yeah. Okay. Or will they change it up now that you know? We are where we are. Yeah. Did you think we would be where we are right now? No. Uh, never would have seen this coming, which is because, you know, you think about some of the stuff from the Attitude Era, and it's like, oh, it was all right there. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And that's, you know, one of the things that, that's going to hurt Vince right now is because, yeah, those sort of uh, videos and stuff of him, like with Trish, like, bark like a dog and all that. That's definitely gonna hurt him. Yeah. Do you think it, there'll be any more uh, female talent uh, that will, you know, uh, speak out against them? Well, that's a big question. Um, will Will that be the case? Uh, you know, because that's that's something that could could hurt him too, for sure. Um, but it's a question of yeah, will will there be anyone like who will defy the NDA? willing to do that you know and if so what, what do they gain because it seems like you know the big thing here with Janelle Grant is that he stopped paying her and so that's why you know they, they went after him how much was he paying her it was supposed to be three billion dollars um, he paid her the one payment of one million and, and then stopped paying so he could basically uh had this go past um, yeah if he just paid her uh, the amount that she was asking for yep wow wow and the speculation happens when you're being cheap yeah yeah Um, and there's different levels of speculation as to why he stopped paying her Um, how come you know, because no one really knows why he stopped paying her, so everyone's just kind of speculating on it. Um, but one of the thoughts is that uh, WWE was making those payments, uh-huh. and when they did the uh, investigation, and they were just like, "Oh, like what are these like miscellaneous payments going out?" And like they just, they stopped making the payments because they didn't know what they were. That's one of the thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, okay, which and that would kind of make sense, like. Um, you know, especially when a new company takes over, usually they hire someone to just go through stuff and be like, "Oh, like, why do we have this random subscription to Netflix?" Like, you know, all right, we'll yeah, stop yeah. that. You know, <laughs> do an audit, right? And um, you know, one of the things that came out is that Vince, prior to all this, uh, never told WWE um, about the situation, even though he signed an NDA on WWE's behalf. Um, okay. So. So it is thought that, yeah, and it would be very easy, especially at that time, for Vince to just say to, you know, accounting, like, 
yeah, just make this payable to blah, blah, blah for, you know, make up some bill um, that, like, sounds wacky, you know? Um, so then when the new company comes, they're like, oh, like, we're not paying for, you know, the subscription, like, to, like, Men's Health Magazine or whatever, you know? <laughs> Why are we paying a million dollars a year for that? Like, cut that out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, but for the remainder of it, he came out of pocket. Well, that's the, you know, the, the thing that was the case like did Vince like forget like and just be like oh like I should handle this or did no um or is just, was he just arrogant and like yeah screw her <laughs> like you know yeah I think I think, uh, it's, I think it's the plan of, yeah he, he's just being arrogant because three million out of his bank account is only the second uh, a drop of in the bucket you know what I mean yeah so uh, yeah I think it's it probably pride and arrogance so definitely a possibility and so yeah some people think that might be the they say that's what he did to uh, Stu Hart um, when he took over what? Uh, yeah they say oh uh, he, yeah they say he took over Stampede um, and the deal was he was gonna sign Brett and Owen um, and he was okay. gonna give Stu so much money and he made like the initial payments and then just stopped making them like it's like yeah whatever like <laughs> And oh, Stu wow. couldn't do anything about it at that point, like because he would have just been like wrapped up in court, and it's money he didn't have. And and Brett and Owen cool with that because I would thought they would feel some type of way. And uh, well, ultimately, uh, you know they they had to go with where their money was. They but the thing is, they he convinced they don't own Stampede though because they don't have that on the network. No, he. In fact, let me look this up on the Google machine now. Yeah, I'm curious on the way he was buying from Stu that he didn't get, or if he did get. So yeah, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna type Vince McMahon screws Stu Stu Hart. See, oh see my god, the, the imagery on that. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but this man has a history of screwing hearts. <laughs> No, I don't want Montreal screw job, but Yeah, one of these days we have to go in depth on that uh that infamous night. Yes, right. Alright, here we go. How Stu Hart got screwed over by Vince McMahon. Let's see, it's been a little bit slow, but we're loading, we're loading. Alright, here we go. Okay, Bruce Hart says that Vince McMahon lied to his father about the sale of Stu Stampede Wrestling after WWE purchased the company in 1984. Um, The 68-year-old was recently interviewed by Evan Ginsberg for ProWrestlingStories.com and opened up on his history in the wrestling business. He made little secret of his distaste for Vince, the WWE, and how the company continuously swooped in to snatch his talent. His biggest grievance, though, came in the form of Vince promising to pay his dad a cool million for his territory, but later reneging, leaving him out in the cold event and eventually forcing him to shut up shop. Um, let's see, it was about the time when Vince McMahon Sr. passed away. My dad went down to the funeral, and Vince Jr. made some overture to buy our territory at that time. I was never consulted or even brought into the loop or made aware of any of this. We were running in Vancouver at the time, and there was this other old fart, Gene Kanisky, 
and I was always locking horns with these old farts as they had a pronounced different approach to wrestling, and they were always playing on Stu, who was old school, and never really liked the Dynamite Kid or Sayama style, which was perpetrated by me. In September 1984, all the fans were saying this was the last night. The ring announcer says this is the last night. Stu Hart had sold the territory to Vince McMahon. This was done behind my back. Stu was supposed to get $1 million, which he never got. Vince was going to take Brett, Davy Boy, Dynamite, and Neidhart like he was doing my dad a big favor, although they were among the best workers in the business. I was totally left out in the dark. After the $10,000 deposit, he told my dad he couldn't honor the contractual agreement and if that if Stu wanted to start up again, he could. My dad was so hurt. Okay, okay, I get it then. Uh, All 11, no 11 one in the business, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Vince says, I'll buy, I'll buy your territory for a million, then takes the top talent. <laughs> And after ten grand, oh, sorry, I can't afford the rest. So you you can start I mean, back up, but technically, <laughs> technically though, since he said he was gonna get a million for the whole company, but he didn't sound like he, he didn't buy the whole company; just took a couple of his guys. I mean, I guess not in theory a million dollar deal. Well, he took the top guy, so it didn't matter that Stu could start yeah, back no, up. I, yeah, but I'm just saying on a technicality, he didn't take he didn't buy <laughs> out. He just got like I was saying earlier. Like, you know, just the top talent to bring in that fan base, the Canadian uh, fan base. Well, if he said he was going to buy the company, then that's kind of oh, yeah, yeah. But, but that's his, you know, business. As long if, if it sounds like it wasn't, he didn't put pen to paper. It was just like more of a, I'll give you yeah, my so. work. Thing. Yeah, yep. So that's why I said business is, you know, all spring and love and war. Oh, no, it's pretty brutal. It is no. I wouldn't have done it. It's bad, bad character. But if you've done a psych uh, job on Vince, I don't think he's gonna be an upstanding citizen. That's fair. That's fair. But it's weird though because there are stories of him like doing like the right thing for like guys that are, like were in need or this and the third. So I don't know. He's. I mean, yeah. we all we all have our like. We're not all black and white. We all have that gray gray area. But like his is like really gray. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, you hear about things like he paid off Ric Flair's taxes and, you know, different things like that. But then you got guys out when they were in need. Yeah, you got to say yourself, does that come with, like, an, an incentive? Like, if he's like, right, I'm going to do this this solid for you, I'm going to need, like, double in return for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely like, possible. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you get, like, it's like a loan, like a loan shark. Like we'll we'll just give you this loan, but we're gonna give you a crazy interest rate uh, based off. <laughs> of you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost and, like and would you want to go? Would you want to go and deal with them, knowing what you might have to give up? That that's true. And it's funny. I was listening to Cornette the other day. He was talking about one thing he never understood when he was with the company. Why did Vince protect Mel Phillips um, during the Ring Boy scandal? He was yep. like, Mel Phillips is just the guy that grabs like the ring gear and brings it to the back. Yep. He was like, he could have been easily replaced by anyone. Like, it's really weird that Vince would like go through so much to protect him. Yep. And then like you hear about Vince having his people, like Kevin Dunn, you know, who had a job for life, 
Yep. And then then Kevin Dunn saw the writing on the wall when Vince was gone, and Kevin Dunn just randomly retires. You know, like what does he know? Um, which I mean, some of this Ashley Massaro stuff coming up sounds like he might have known some things. Yep. They, yeah, they say the same thing that Stephanie might know some stuff, allegedly some stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is crazy. But is it though? Like, if, if she is like the daughter of somebody with these type of, you know, uh, traits, like, you know, like they said, their fruit doesn't fall fall far from the tree. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, but then they also said that's why Shane distanced distance himself uh, in like the mid two thousand because he saw he might have heard or saw some things that didn't, you know, uh, grew with with his spirit. Yeah. Yep. Which, uh, you know, definitely understandable. I mean, that's got to be a tough thing. Like, you see your dad who, you know, your your mother's husband, like, you know, like, you know, you put it in that and it's like, oh, yeah, like, this is crazy. Let me get away from yeah. that. Yeah. But it always seems like, you know, Steffi was more similar business-wise uh, in regards to her father than, than Shane was. I mean, you know, Shane was the one that was trying to get the whole UFC uh, bought when he when they could have got it. And Vince was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, uh, yep. But, you know, uh, yeah. But then again, have you heard any, like, backstory stories about Stephanie being, like, tyrannical, similar, like her father, or not really? No. Um, I think most, in fact, most talent stories, like, involve about how great she is to deal with. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Vince's story is gonna be interesting going forward. Um. How old is he? Vince. Um. It's gotta be close to eighty. Let me see. Okay. Hold it up now. It's with man. Age. He is seventy-eight. Will be seventy nine okay. this August. Okay, all right. Well, uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see him going forward into his eighties. If the stress will get to him, or he'll be able to shake it off like he's always has for all his other <laughs> allegations. Yeah, right. Yeah, it will definitely be interesting to see. Wow, Ric Flair seventy four. And what Hogan's what like in his early seventies as well? Yeah, Hogan's seventy. Okay, okay. Did you know he had a uh, promotion briefly? Um, yeah, out in Australia, right? Yeah, I just saw a YouTube video uh, about it. I was like, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. Um, early two thousands. It is in was TNA. When uh, when he when Dix when him and Bischoff came was he running or was he just a figurehead at that time? He was just a figurehead. Oh okay. I'm like you know he's considered like the Michael Jordan wrestler. I'm surprised he never really after he retired like I'm gonna be you know have my own promotion you know be like the Vince McMahon of wrestling. No, I don't think that was ever his deal. Okay, he he rather be in front of the camera. Exactly. Okay. All right. Being Hulk Hogan, you know, that's that's his deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Um 
you mentioned there was some other news in the uh, wrestling world. What else have we not covered? Uh, let's see. We've got Mercedes Monet supposedly making her debut the 13th. We got Sting and Darby Allen's last match. We covered that. Um, what else is going on in wrestling? Okada's a free I believe he's going to AEW, but we don't know for sure yet. Yeah, he's um, probably going there. Most likely. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, will Osprey sign with AEW? He makes his debut next week. Oh, go for uh, him. Yes. Um, funny, unrelated uh, to anything, but I thought this was kind of cool, and I'm bummed that it's not happening in the States. Apparently, Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, and Luke Longley are uh, doing a uh, three-man show uh, called the No Bull Tour. Um, okay. But it's going to be in Australia. Nice. So, so yeah. So I'm like, oh, I bet that will be interesting. Yeah. Why in Australia, though? Uh, well, that's where Luke Longley's from. Oh, yes. I forgot. You. Yeah. So. We might see we might see him turn up at the elimination chamber then. <laughs> I guess you never know. You never yeah. know. He can be he can be in attendance. Yeah, he could be in attendance. Why not? Yeah, yeah in Perth or depending where he lives. I don't know how big Australia <laughs> is. He could be be the equivalent of like us going to like L.A. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like other side, but yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, all yeah. right, that's cool. Um, what's uh going on in your uh, uh career? What, what you got lined up? Yeah, let's see. Last weekend, I uh, had a successful tag team debut. Uh, myself and Rambo Godfrey, together known as Killer Season, um, we debuted for New Age Wrestling and uh, defeated the team known as Special Education. Uh, Chris Spratt and Danny the Student. Um, so uh, he, Rambo, and I, we earned ourselves uh, a match against the Tag Champs next month uh, in Springfield for New Age Wrestling. So that'll be good. Um, this coming weekend, March 2nd, I have a match with Proven Ground Wrestling. Uh, it's going to be nice. on Peabody. Yes. Nice. Uh, taking on Joey Warner in singles action. Um, and with the special stipulation, uh, if I beat him, I get five minutes in the ring alone with Delilah Hayden. Uh, <laughs> so, that, so that should be pretty interesting as well. Um, and then beyond that, uh, what else got, got coming up? Well, NCW starts up the weekend after, March 8th. Uh, so, so definitely excited for that. Um, March 15th is Showcase Pro Wrestling's March Anniversary in Taunton. That's their big show of the year. Uh, basically, their WrestleMania. Uh, so that should definitely be a good time. Uh, so yeah, we got a number of uh, companies and shows coming up on the horizon for sure. How's your training and conditioning been going as of late? Uh, not too bad. We've had to adjust since moving. Um, you know, so we don't have the same gym space. But... Okay. Uh, since we have the smaller space now, we purely focus on the uh, kettlebells um, and, and focus on, uh, yeah, our functionality, functional training. 
Okay. Um, and uh, it's going well. We're uh, right now we're heading towards peak shape, hoping to be uh, in top condition for March anniversary on March fifteenth. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 So what? Now we're in the new year, twenty twenty four. Where do you see yourself uh, performing? Uh, do you like to just keep it to the uh, East Coast, or do you see yourself uh, taking shows maybe out west, maybe down south, Midwest? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, cousins in Canada. What you, what you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking by the um, by the summer uh, or, or fall. We, we see some other places outside of the East Coast. Um, definitely Canada is a big possibility. Uh, working through a few different things with that. Um, and then uh, I think uh, like to be prepared and ready for this winter to do some stuff down south and maybe avoid some of the snow out here. Well, I mean, uh, winter seems like it's wrapping up relatively quickly. Uh, well, I mean, the, the winter coming up, like at the end oh, of this year. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. In, in December, so, November. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now, what have you um, thought of as far as like continuing uh, character-wise? Uh, do you want? Are you continuing your current iteration, or have you thought of any new, you know, uh, facets to your, your character? Yeah, um, I think we're definitely going to see uh, some new facets to the character. Um, I I can't get into it, uh, but uh, I'll get more into that in a couple weeks. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Um, and tra- training wise, have you looked at uh, any additional new schools or? Well, right now with the move uh, to Connecticut, farther away yep. from. <laughs> any of the schools that, that I, I was even before. Um, but then not in Connecticut? Oh, there are schools in Connecticut. I'm just in a really weird area uh, of Connecticut. Oh. Okay. Um, so I'm not near anything. Um, I'm kind of in you. like a backwoods. Yeah. I got you. So, uh, so right now there's no wrestling training per se on the horizon. Um, but you know, thankfully, we've got enough shows to keep the keep the skills sharp, and uh, you know, be able to work on things as well. Okay, that's good, 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 good. And uh, I'll, all right. So, how long you been wrestling for? Um, twenty years now. Uh, you know, I started training okay. in November two thousand and two. Okay, uh, my first show was in two thousand and three. Okay, nice. So, for the twentieth year, um, does that in the wrestling world are you, is, is that considered a vet? Is that considered? Uh, 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 oh yeah, I mean that's a very long okay. career. Um, you know, so you can so you can call your matches then with certain guys, <laughs> or, do still, or do you still have to like like how how does how does that go? Oh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always been of the mindset of, you know, the match should be both guys giving their input. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if a guy doesn't have input to give, then yeah, I'll, I'll put things together. But I'm always, you know, always down for other input. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm good at 
being a general if need be for example this past weekend um you know most of the guys in the match were uh, pretty newish to the business only a couple years mm -hmm. and so yeah i found myself you know making sure that we're staying on track of time and, and all that sort of stuff nice as i say do you ever go back to the old school rules where like the heel has to call the match in the ring or now in this generation you don't really have to do those type of things I mean, I prefer heel call in the match. Yeah. Um, and most of the time I work heel, so that works out well. Um, but on occasion, you know, there can be different reasons to have the baby call the match. Um, and yeah, and that's that's all fine too. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, hopefully uh, this uh, year will, you know, bring a lot of uh, rewards in, uh, you know, What's what's your uh yeah your end goal for twenty twenty four to be? Where where do you want to see yourself at the end of this year? Um, I think this year is going to be a setup year for twenty twenty five. So I think uh, the goal for the end of twenty twenty four is to be in a position to do some big things in twenty twenty five. And what are those big things you you looking to uh, in twenty twenty five? We'll have to wait and see. Okay, but you have a. Um, you have a game plan of how you want to maneuver? Yes, yes, we do have a game plan um, for sure, and uh, I think it'll surprise a lot of people. All right, good. Well, definitely uh, looking forward. Oh, also, uh, like I say, uh, if uh, folks want to check out an interview that you had uh, not too long ago uh, with uh, Mr. Uh, Fornia, which I highly recommend everybody check it out. Uh, what was the YouTube? What's the YouTube channel? Uh, oh. Yes, uh, the show's The Ring and Other Sports. Yes, um, you know, and it's generally hosted by Leo uh, Leo Collins. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Leo, if I forget your last name or screwed it up. Uh, but yeah, the, you know, Leo was unable to make it, so it was hosted by David Fournier on this occasion. Um, very, and very in-depth, uh, in-depth interview. Yes, yes, uh, he actually he did a really good job. Uh, his first time he, as as a host. He, uh, yeah, so yeah, that was a it was a great, great interview. Very, very insightful. So definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely check that out. Uh, leave your comments and feedback on their page. Let them know what you think, uh, especially if y'all want me to go back on there for a second uh, interview. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, so yeah, um, trying to think any other uh, questions in regards to that. Uh, yeah, I think that was, that's uh, pretty much it. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, yes. Your matches on YouTube. Uh, do, have you uploaded any new new uh, matches for you know folks to see? Um, I have not uploaded any new matches. Uh, okay. I should because I, I definitely have them. Um, <gasps> it's funny. I'm like, I want to do commentary over some of them, but it's a matter of making the time to do it. Um, yeah. Because I think that would be a, a, a nice element. Um to have on there and uploading them especially because I'm like I know for me when I'm watching someone's stuff like I prefer it if there's commentary yeah it, it just makes it a little easier okay okay nah totally totally agree so I guess the easiest way then for folks to catch a match is just to see the promotions that you 
you know, uh, frequently uh, wrestle for. So, like, NCW, um, they can see some of your matches on their channel, uh, Showcase Cinema, uh, um, Showcase Wrestling. <laughs> they can see on their webpage. Um, uh, um, yeah, New Age Wrestling. Is that the one that's in Danvers? Um, the, the one in Danvers, people the area, that's Proven Ground. Proven ground, um, so they can so yeah. once you're more established with them, they can see your matches there as well. Yep, for sure. Um, right. And then yeah, same thing with New Age Wrestling out of Springfield. Um, they post their stuff pretty regularly. Um, okay. So yeah, so people right. will be able to see that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, just just hit me. Uh, not in regards to uh, your wrestling, but uh, back real quick. Um, uh, Velveteen Dream Yes I have returned Because he had a show I just remember Because since you Wrestled in New York He just came back To a show In New York uh, To you know Say that he's Back um, So yeah. yeah I didn't get Nick's reaction I didn't get a chance To see his interview Did you? No I did not Yeah so I'll check that out um, And see you know What that was all about Just you know Because His situation was also Has some murky in that so yes yes it did um but yeah mixed reaction to his return are you saying um, like what are you saying on social media yeah on social media okay. uh, some people you know seem cool with it some people not so cool with it yeah um i think from what i can gather one of the biggest complaints seems to be that they did not advertise him um so it didn't allow people to I don't know, feel one way or another about buying tickets, I guess. But I guess if he's a surprise, you're not supposed to advertise surprises or yeah. right. Like well, so that's a I'm tough sure. that's a tough one. Yeah. Um you know, I guess we'll see going forward. Uh, you know, does he pop up at this company again? Does he pop up at another company? Uh I'm surprised he doesn't change his gimmick though. Like if that gimmick is very androgynous and in that whole situation that was with him when did you want to change it up uh it's like the gimmick he's known for I, yeah I don't but know. you can you can change you can or modify the gimmick that like so it's not <laughs> like the same androgynous mysterious gold dusty type character <laughs> um yeah especially um, if that if that's what you like you know what I mean like Hinted but, at that's like his, but if that's his deal, you know, it's hard to be something that you're not. Uh, yeah, I guess, like <laughs> I said, you just gotta listen to the interview and then see what's make explained own, there. Yeah, make your own yeah, I mean, the, the best gimmicks are, are those that are closest to who you are, you know? No, I mean, not everybody's like, I don't think. Gold Dust is really how Dustin Dustin Reynolds is, is real <laughs> you guys so like that's not I don't think really his like personality true true the same thing there is some of that to him I don't know yeah well, uh, yeah or like what was the other drama uh, uh, Adrian Adrian uh, Adonis yeah so but yeah uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how much the crap how much the fans you know gravitate to if they do if not then he might have a very short uh live second career like that that might have been like the only that could be the only thing we might see him uh pop up and then that was a, that was it you know which you know uh, yeah i guess 
I, I don't know how I feel about it at this time because I want to be like, oh, which might be a shame. He's a young guy, can change things around. But I'm like, yeah, I got I guess I got to check out the interview to get more clarification on the situation. Exactly. If I, I'm actually surprised more that Enzo got released where he, I guess his accusa- accusations were totally false. And they never yeah, Enzo, I think, had a bunch of problems. Oh, okay. So okay. that was like the straw that broke the camel's back kind of situation. And, you know, but was, I think, yeah, there were a lot of attitude issues with Enzo. I was, I was going to say, like, he technically, I, I want to say he's a ratings needle mover, but he can bring in some initial money because he's a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do think he was a needle mover. Okay. Uh, I think his segments did rate, rate pretty high. Oh, okay. I will see. There you go. Like, he wasn't the greatest worker. I, I, I've seen a couple of matches. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, like, definitely not the greatest worker. Yeah, one time it was like decapitating himself off the... Yeah, block. just running the ropes. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Talk about green. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he so just vanished. Uh, like I don't even know if he's, well, doing he's still. Uh, yeah, yeah, he still does indies. He's gonna be uh okay. in New England actually, March twenty third for Powerhouse Wrestling. Oh, nice. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So he's still doing stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Yeah, twenty twenty four. It'll be very interesting. <laughs> all, all these question marks. We don't know what's gonna happen, which I'm. I'm enjoying. I like. I like the mystery of it all. Yes, definitely agree. The mystery and chaos. Yep. Yeah. 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 So uh, you are uh, in the land of the Great Lakes. So before we, uh, you know, head out, since it's uh, getting a little on the late side, have you been able to stop off at Shoney's? Um, I have not. Um, but Shoney's is a southern thing, I believe. Not up in Michigan with the the, the Steiner boys. No, Steiner, the, the one Steiner owns is in Atlanta. Uh okay. So yeah, I, I don't think either of the Steiners live live in Michigan anymore. Uh, oh, I think they're okay. both both in Georgia. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I don't know, you might you can get yourself a little Caesar's pizza up there because I guess <laughs> podcast that's where they're all up is in Detroit in the Detroit, Michigan area. Yeah, right. That's where they originated. Yeah, so you get you in that yeah, nice little square little little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> and I've seen a bunch of Tim Hortons up here. Uh, really? That's, that's, yeah, that's the coffee shop. Yeah, but I only seen those in Canada. Right. Well, you gotta think Michigan's right on the border. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. oh um, did we talk about Scott Demore? Yeah, we did. We did talk about yeah, Scott Demore yeah. last time. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it was just breaking. Uh, right, but yeah, because it seems like I, I guess he even knew that the, the writing on the wall. So yeah, yeah, I, and I guess now they're saying he was trying to buy the company because um, he knew they were going to fire him. And then uh, did he have that? Type of uh, maybe he had some connections. I don't know. Some yeah, some backers, some investments, investors. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I got one of these days. Sit down and. Watch the current product of TNA. I'm just so used to the, the old schools. It's, it's sort of hard to get to the new ones. Same, same. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, uh, I'm like, oh, I got to look for that Josh Alexander Will Osprey match that everyone's putting over. So Josh Alexander, one of the matches of the year. 
that's the guy that has like the the energy wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Where's the headgear? Yeah. Can he get busy in the ring? I mean, I've only seen a couple matches, and I was not very impressed personally. But that might not be fair. They might not have been, you know, to the level of where he's at now or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, as you get as you get in, in the. I was gonna say, have you? Do you feel like you're now twentieth year uh, as a, as a you know performer? Are you better than you were when you were you know first starting? Or at least had at least a couple of years in the biz? Or do you feel like in reverse when you first started, you were you know at the top of your game compared to you know now in, in your twentieth um... year? I mean, th- things are different. So, I mean, from a skill standpoint and from a, uh, you know, technicality or, or knowledge of wrestling standpoint, I'm way better now just, you know, with all the, ex- the knowledge and everything. But from a physicality standpoint, um, my body could take more when I was younger. Okay. Um, you know, but it's interesting, though, because, I mean, I can do I can do more now than I could three years ago. Okay. Um, so so everything's relative. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you know, you can always uh buy yourself one of those hyperbolic uh chambers, you know. <laughs> you know, go right. back and or put your body back in time that is, you know, on some like uh what was the uh, there was uh, what was the guy that won Tour de France, Lance Armstrong? I guess he uh uh, well, yeah, he had help help with a needle in his butt. Yeah, but it wasn't steroids though. It was what's the thing that makes um you can EPO. have more oxygen in your blood. Yeah, more oxygen in your blood. Yeah, yep, EPO. Yeah, so yeah. You can rejuvenate yourself. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> but uh all right, well, um uh, I take it you have a water bottle up in Michigan, but uh yeah, why don't you take us out? Gatorade bottle. It says zero sugar on it. But <laughs> the message that we typically <laughs> expect yes, from you. Yes. No, no. We'll we'll get back on that soon. Um, for sure, though. We're getting there. Um, things are getting closer to normalized after the move. So that's good. Um, but yeah, like we always do about this time. <laughs> yeah. Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here. You're listening to us. And for that, we appreciate you. We thank you. And we will be here for you every day, week, month, even year, except for when we're not. Thank you for listening to another episode of Before the Three Count, 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 Count. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs>